in our last podcast, we talked once again about anxiety and the terrible impact that it has on so many people and what to do about it. It clearly is one of the most fundamental things that disrupts, interrupts, and diminishes our ability to study, to learn, to present, to succeed, to engage in our lives. It has an impact in just so many areas. We're particularly, of course, concerned about how it impacts learning. What it's like to sit down and prepare for a test and know that we know the material and show up at the test and freeze up and not be able to perform or to have a presentation to do. But when we get up to do it, no matter how well we prepared, we lose it all. Or maybe we can't even prepare for the test or for the presentation or for the thing at work or whatever else it takes to make us successful in life because the anxiety shuts us down to such a degree that we can't even engage in the topic, in the subject, in the area that we need to. Sometimes the anxiety plays out in such a way that when we even think about preparing for something or for doing the homework that we need or the study that we need, that the anxiety is such that we'd rather do just about anything else. And we do. And it looks like procrastination. And we suppose it is a kind of procrastination, but it's quite specific. And it really is rooted in this whole business of anxiety. So in our last podcast, we talked so much about how at the root of anxiety from a more psychological point of view, from a mental emotional point of view, this is so much about us either feeling smaller than what it is that makes us anxious, smaller than we picture the test or the presentation or the thing at work in our mind that that thing seems bigger than us. So either we feel smaller or we represent it as bigger or both. So if we have our normal size, let's say you're 5'10", and we think about whatever makes us anxious and it makes us feel like we're four foot tall, that's one version. The other is we stay at 5'10", and suddenly the thing that we're concerned about looks like it's eight foot tall or that it's way up above us or that it's a giant sitting across from us. And any version of that or a combination of all that makes us quite anxious, as it would anybody if we were facing a giant. So we talked about some ways to deal with that. Today we're going to talk more specifically about what sets us up to have that experience. And what sets us up, wouldn't you know, once again, are the beliefs that we hold. Now, beliefs aren't everything. We come back to them a lot, but we do want to say there's a lot of other things that also have to be addressed. And we do take great measure to address the whole range of what plays out in us that impacts our ability to learn our ability to perform, our ability to succeed in our lives. When it comes to beliefs specifically, let's dig in and see how to spot those 
and review just a bit on how to change those. When you think about a time that makes you anxious, something that's happened in the past, something that may happen in the future, the very first thing we want to do is to just straight out ask ourselves, what would we have to believe to have that response? If we're thinking about a test coming up and we start to get anxious, what would we have to believe to get anxious about taking that test? Well, the most obvious thing is I'm really bad at taking the test or I don't understand this kind of material or I'm no good at this or I'm not smart. So those kinds of beliefs, if we ask ourselves, come to the surface right away. We're going to, again, briefly review how to change those beliefs. But for the moment, we want to just spot what they are so that we can go, oh, that's what's causing that. That's what makes me feel small, or that's what makes that subject or that event feel so big in comparison to me. If that doesn't get to the root of it, or you find those things and you change it, but it doesn't take care of the whole of the anxiety, what do we do next? Well, the next thing we want to do is to recall that beliefs always come in one of two forms. They're either if-then statements or what are called complex equivalents. Let's explain that. The most common form around this sort of area is something in us that says, well, if this happens, then this will happen. Or if I have a test to take, I will do badly. Something of that nature. The complex equivalent just says, this is this. I am bad at math, or I am bad at this thing. So if we know it's going to be one of those two forms, it's interesting to create a, a statement like, if I take this test, then what? Fill in the blank. Oh, if I take this test, I'm probably going to do badly. If I take this test, I'm not going to know enough. If I take this test, then this is going to happen. And that will show us the belief. If that doesn't get at it, we can try the other form of, I'm this. I'm bad at this. I'm X, Y, or Z, fill in the blank. I'm a bad learner. I'm whatever. And that, again, will expose the underlying belief. Because once we see that, again, it gives us, just by having the recognition, it starts to give us a certain degree of freedom because it makes it easier to challenge that belief. Is that really true? A lot of times we'll go, well, no, sometimes I do all right on those, or sometimes I do well on those tests or presenting that kind of material. Other times we say, yeah, it seemed to be true. Then we can ask ourselves, does that mean that it necessarily will always be true? At one time, I couldn't walk. All I could do was crawl. Does it mean that I'll never be able to walk? Well, looking back, no, I ended up getting up and I can walk and now I can run and, you know, maybe I can also ride a bike. You know, there's all kinds of things that followed, things that at one time I couldn't do. At one time, I couldn't do my uh, times tables, but now I do all right with them. 
So if I add in, is it possible that that could change? Yes. And that starts to loosen up that belief. Sometimes we can't quite get to it even that way. And we often find that then if we ask ourselves, what would somebody else have to believe to have this same experience? A lot of times that takes us to it pretty quick. Well, they'd have to believe this. They'd have to believe that this is not going to go well for them for these reasons. This is going to have these kinds of consequences. Oh, I wonder if I believe that. Yeah, that seems pretty close. So how do we change those beliefs? Well, we've done a number of podcasts on that, and please go back and review those. But a really easy starting point is to remember that the way that a brain represents a belief is it always has a picture. We've seen that over and over and over with sighted people. If you can see and you have a belief, that belief is highly likely to be a picture. We've just never seen it be different. So if we ask ourselves, well, when I think about that belief, what's my picture? And oftentimes we start with, well, is it in black and white or is it in color? And that's an easy way for the brain to access it. Well, it's black and white. Oh, I think it's in color. Where is it? Well, it seems to be more in front of me. Oh, it seems to be more around me. Those are common places that we'll find it. And those questions often let us get to the picture. And then we can ask, well, what is the picture? And often then that comes into focus. So an easy way to start with this is when we see that picture, what if we erased it? What if we just imagine that we had an eraser and we could erase that picture that says, I'm not good at this until that picture is gone, and then we put in place of it, I could learn to do that thing. We put a picture in that shows us learning to do that. And then we notice, what does that do? What does it do to have eliminated that one picture and put in place this new picture that says, that's probably something I can learn. I've learned other things in my life. I could probably learn this. How does that change your experience? And what does this then do to the anxiety? So often what we hear is, well, I just don't have that anxiety anymore. That makes this worth doing. <laughs>